launched his company Sales Insider just three months ago, now working and placed about 14 folks in sales jobs in the SaaS world, making 750 bucks a client. So 10,500 bucks a month right now in revenue, burning anywhere from anywhere from five to 10 grand per month as he ramps up. He's raised about 300 grand to drive growth. Three people total today, remote, too early to talk about most economics. This is the Top Entrepreneurs Podcast, where founders share how they started their companies and got filthy rich or crash and burn. Each episode features revenue numbers, customer counts, and other insider information that creates business news headlines. We went from a couple hundred thousand dollars to 2.7 million. I had no money when I started the company. It was $160 million, which is the size of many IPOs. We're bootstrapped. We have like 22,000 customers. With over 5 million downloads in a very short amount of time, major outlets like Inc. are calling us the fastest growing business show on iTunes. I'm your host, Nathan Latka, and here's today's episode. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Isaac Garcia. He's a three-time SaaS founder, CEO, and startup advisor. He was co-founder and CEO of Central Desktop, a SaaS collaboration platform aimed at marketers and creative teams. Central Desktop was uh, was acquired by PGI, which obviously is public, in 2014. Isaac is currently CEO and founder of Sales Insider, a talent marketplace for SaaS sales professionals. Isaac, are you ready to take us to the top? All right, I'm ready. Let's do it. So tell us about the company. And I'm curious if it's more a pure play SaaS company or more like a a recruiting agency where you're taking a percentage of first year salary. Right. So we are basing our model off of um, a traditional taking a piece of salary, but we're trying to flip it over into a subscription model. So whenever we make a hire or whenever a client makes a hire through us, what we do is we say, we'll take 12% or we take 1% of the base salary of the sales rep and we spread it out over 12 months. So rather than paying 20, 25, 30% up front, they're spreading it out over a 12 month period. And then whenever they do another hire, it kind of kicks off another subscription, another subscription. So you have a series of 12 month subscriptions that are constantly going. And you're saying, well, are you gonna lose your customer after you make a hire or two or three? Our research has shown that on average, sales teams are turning over 20% of their teams every year. So our goal is how do we capture as much of that turnover every year that's happening and kind of build subscriptions off of that. Yeah, that's interesting. It's an interesting incentive structure because basically what you need to have happen are salespeople to be bad fits in companies so that they leave after a year so that then you get used again. Now, maybe that bad fit was not gotten through you. Maybe they used someone else to get it and then they're using you to replace them. But it's a yep. weird, is, would you agree? It's kind of a weird incentive structure, right? People want to hire people and they stay forever. Well, that's, a, that's the goal. The problem is whenever anyone works with a recruiter, they don't like laying out the cash up front. They don't like the experience. They don't like the guarantee. So another thing that we do is oftentimes a guarantee is they'll say, you got three months and we'll go ahead and replace this rep or you know, if something goes wrong with the rep. For us, we'll take it the whole year. So we're trying to keep the customer on an annual basis every year. Instead of just kind of walking away, we assign a talent advisor that's going to kind of hold their hand through a little process, think of them as a customer success rep. That's also helping them with the next hire and the next hire. So I'm really bringing a SaaS model, a SaaS idea on how even the sales team structure, the customer support team, everything that's not really done today on recruiting models. It's kind of the one and done, pay me up and I'm going to move on to the next one. But so, I get your, I get your point. You well, well, so like, so on average, what's a company going to be paying you per month? Per month. So, you know, for an account executive account manager, the average salary is going to be about 70 to 75 K. So then we'll take 
1% of that every month for 12 months, 12% bounty essentially. So about 750 on average, I would say. Well, but that's just, that's just if a company is hiring only one person. So one my, my real question is when a, when a company, an organization, a logo signs up for you at any given point in time, how much are they paying you per month? Because they've, you know, hired one, two, three, four, ten 10 people through you. Depends on the hires. So I've got a client that they've only done four hires from us. So they're only going to be paying us, you know, 750 roughly times four on a, uh, you know, for a year. Um, so I got another it, client that says I'm looking for eight reps to fill. Yeah. So, right. And, and it kind of layers in, right. So maybe we'll do two or three reps in January, two or three in Feb and, you know, four in March. So in the past 12 months, how many hires have you facilitated? Um, well, we just started hiring in August, so we're only okay. like three, four months into it. Um, we've probably done 13, 14 placements so far. Okay. 14 placements. Okay. So I could, I could mean, I, I could just ignore the logos and just look at it on a per, you know, recruited person basis, 14 times seven fifty. You're doing about 10 grand a month right now. Roughly. Yeah. That's, that's, that's accurate. Across how many organizations? Uh, across five. That's great. Okay. So 2018 is launch date and are you bootstrapped or have you raised? Well, so we were bootstrapped and we did raise a small pre-seed amount, 300K, um, actually last um, last month. And why did you decide to do that? Just to kind of accelerate things a little bit more. Um, just kind of makes it a little bit easier since we're carrying the load, right? That That's the difference here with this model. That we're transferring the risk of someone making that hire through a recruiter, in this case being us, through our marketplace. And that risk is being transferred to us. So we're only going to be taking, you know, 750 on a particular hire that's kind of coming in over months. So you need, just like SaaS, some capital kind of hold that burn a little bit up front. Mm -hmm. And so what's your team size today? How many folks? Today we only have three full time. So actually I would say they're, you know, kind of like semi-founder. And then we have doctors to help us, whether it's on design, a little bit more on the dev stuff. Um, and we're going to be probably hiring about two more SDR type sales, um, early stage recruiter type folks. And everyone's remote. Everyone is remote. Yeah. That's isn't awesome. that, isn't that cool? New, the new model. Yeah, no, it's great. It really is. Um, so, I mean, I guess part of what I'm trying to think about is like, how do you think about churn? Because every 12 months there's going to be revenue churn and your trick is to make sure their hiring velocity continues to increase. Mm -hmm. So I think there's, there's two things going on in SaaS right now. You're, you're getting this concept where annual contracts are actually starting to get signed less. There's more and more happening on a month-to-month -month basis, right? Whether it's Slack, whether it's other types of folks that they've moved their billing cycle to, we got to win your business every month. And that risk is transferring away. And I'm 100% SaaS, ACV, I know churn. I've been working on that for years and years, but the trend is moving the other direction, right? So this sort of aligns a little bit more with that. The other thing is- Wait, wait, sorry, Isaac, sorry, I didn't, I didn't follow yeah. you. Even if you're on a monthly contract, you can still measure churn. Yeah, no, you can, yeah, absolutely, you still can. But oftentimes people are locking in customers for two, three years and they're masking their churn, right? Customers stop using the product a year into it, six months into it, but they're locked into a two or two or three year contract. That happened a lot. It happened to us at Central Desktop, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, what I would say about that, by the way, is if the revenue stays, because legally it's there, you don't have right. to maybe count it as churn, but you know it is a churn indicator if the client hasn't yep. logged on in a year and a half. So the yep, activation right. goes down. And, and, and there's a trend, I don't know, even like Jason Lemkin on the Saster group. I mean, they're often saying, Hey, just let the customer out. If you're yeah. going to try to grow your business, you got to win that business every year, no matter what. So every month. to me, this kind of aligns with that every month, every year. That's right. So this aligns with that. And it's going to be a little bit interesting to kind of see how we measure out churn that way. Do we think of it from a uh, uh, number of placements? Is it, you know, customers that stop using us that kind of move away? I'm kind of thinking a little bit more against wallet share where people are hiring 
two or using two or three different sales recruiters or in-house recruiter or whatever it is, um, kind of measuring um, how much of that wallet share are we able to move towards uh, sales insider. So. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Very good. Um, what are you paying to get a new customer? What's fully weighted CAC today? I mean, it's kind of early, you know, with so, with so early, a lot of it's organic, it's through my own network, it's through kind of reaching out through um, LinkedIn and um, emails. We're not doing any paid advertising today. So everything is organic on an inbound basis or something that's kind of on a personal outreach. So I, I, I don't think there's, it's, it's, it's too a useful early. metric today. It's super early. Yeah. Um, what about, uh, obviously you've raised some capital. I assume you're probably burning today. Are you burning cash? We're burning, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, are you talking bit. like a couple thousand a month? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like we're we're like at a kind of break even type thing. Oh, guess what? We're going to hire two more people next month. Okay, we're going to be burning about ten grand next month, right? But you know, as our hires kind of kick in, it goes away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Well, I mean, obviously, it does take time to it does take time, obviously, for the hires to ramp up and drive drive yeah. sales growth. But totally well, and I was really looking, and I was looking for a model that, like, if I go to a small startup and says, um, "Come into our marketplace and try to make a hire," okay, I only need one to three reps. Well, this model works for them. If you you know, hire someone really big who's scaling up really large, like Silence or Datadog or something, and you want to be able to get 20, 30, 40, 50 hires, the model still continues to scale with them, right? So otherwise, you go up to a, a more manual recruiter is going to sit there and start, you know, hey, yeah, I'll, you know, I'm going to bring down my fee from 30% of hire down to 25 or 20. And then fundamentally, people don't like using recruiters for salespeople because it's expensive and it's unpredictable. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah. All right. Very good, Isaac. Let's, uh, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Business book um, of all time, I'd say it's um, Confessions of a uh, Advertising Man, uh, David Ogilvy. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Um, I've been watching what um, Satya Nadella has been doing at Microsoft. I think his turnaround has been incredible, um, but a lot of that is not as relevant to me as a startup. Um, from a startup CEO, I like to. I'm a, I'm blown away by Eric Iran over at uh, Zoom. What yeah. he's done, yeah. Yeah, that's good. He took, took, took an old market that everyone thought was dead and blew it up. Well, not just an old market, his own product. Webex, he, cre <laughs> he created Webex. Like, this is what drove me crazy about, it's like the company buys Webex and he says, you need to let me build this new thing, which was basically Zoom. They said no. So he leaves and builds Zoom and now Zoom is caught north of 150 million bucks in ARR. It's crazy. I love it. Yeah, what is your, uh, what's your favorite online tool for building your company? Um... We've been using a product uh, called Phantom Busters. Are you familiar with Phantom Busters? Nope. So it lets you kind of um, do a whole bunch of stealth automation with uh, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, where you can kind of do automated re outreaches, um, pull in all kinds of data. It's all legal. None of it's illegal. And it's using your own login account. It's at your own risk, but it's a really powerful product. That's great. Number four, how many hours of sleep to get every night? I average about six. Okay. And what's your situation? Married, single kiddos? Married, 23 years, two kids. Oh, wow. And how old are you? I'm 45. 45. Last question. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? Um, break more things. Um, I broke a lot of things when I was 20. I'd say keep breaking more things. Um, and uh, <laughs> when Amazon dips in 2008, buy it as there, much as you can. There you go. Break more things, buy Amazon from Isaac again. Launched his company, Sales Insider, just three months ago. Now working and placed about 14 folks in sales jobs in the SaaS world, making 750 bucks a client. So 10,500 bucks a month right now in revenue. Burning anywhere from anywhere from five to 10 grand per month as he ramps up. He's raised about 300 grand to drive growth. Three people total today, remote, too early to talk about most economics. But Isaac, thank you for taking us to the top.